Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. It's another edition of the Zero Ducks, not really daily, but whenever we can feel like it. And it's Daniel Norcross here on top of a rooftop bar in Hyderabad, staring out at Lake something, which is a beautiful lake. It's actually a rather serene scene. I can see over in the distance a giant 52-foot gold statue that weighs (laughs) 3.5 tonnes. To my right, though, is an even more golden statue. It is... Not for the first time on Zero Ducks, and we thank her hugely for it. Alex Hartley of the No Balls podcast. Alex Hartley, welcome aboard. Hello, hello. Another crossover, isn't it? I'm here to give a roundup of today's play. You sort of are, but we're going to have a look at the other day's play as well a little bit. Which other day? The days that we didn't do our Zero Ducks dailies on. Perfect. So, what has happened? The the Netherlands, they had quite a, a plucky time against Pakistan. Should have done a bit better than they did. Could have won. You never know. 283 didn't seem like an awful lot. Do you want to sum up that game in a a word, a noise, or even a sentence? Shoulda, woulda, coulda from Netherlands, wasn't it? And that's exactly what they came out and said. I honestly think that they could have beat Pakistan, having them however many down pretty quickly and then not chasing it. Pretty disappointing. 50 off for three, wasn't it? Baz Delader, Paul Van Makeren. Yes, it's an A, not an E. We've been learning our pronunciations while we've been out here in India. Uh, the other two games that I've sort of forgotten now involved other teams that were also playing in the tournament. Like, for example, we've done New Zealand already, Bangladesh. Bangladesh absolutely thrashed Afghanistan. And that was another sad one because Afghanistan were 112 for two and lost their last eight wickets to 44. That was in Dharamshala. There was thoughts even talk that they might not even play that game uh, that England might not play the game that they're playing in a couple of days time because of the wonky nature of the outfield and we have seen some video footage of that one of the most beautiful grounds in world cricket but that's if you're looking out towards the mountains if you look down towards the ground it's a trifle treacherous it's very, very sandy, isn't it? And I think Afghanistan head coach came out and said, well, we're really lucky, was it Majib, isn't more injured than he, than he is because he got his knee well and truly stuck in the ground. I can't get my words out. You can tell it's 11 o'clock at night. Um, yeah, it's sandy, it's dangerous. Uh, England definitely not going to play Ben Stokes because why on earth would you risk him on a ground like that? And when there's talks of games being moved again, even though the tournament's only just started, it's not looking good for up in the mountains. No, it isn't really, but we're still going to enjoy going there and we get to head there sometime next week. I cannot wait. Although, we're not staying in Dharamshala to start with. We're staying some distance away in a kind of yogic retreat where you and I will presumably be sticking our thumbs and third fingers together and going om for about half an hour. I will be getting some sort of massage when we're there. Um, I'll be flying my drone and I'll forget that I've got to work. Yeah, but uh, Henry Moran's with us, so he can do all the heavy lifting. Uh, He can set up at the ground on our day off 
And when he comes back, he'll just find us with cucumbers stuck to our eyelids. <laughs> I can't wait. Um, there was another game, and it's completely passed me by. If the longer I talk, it might actually come into my head, or I could just go straight to the big news of the day, which is India against Australia, and hope that it comes to me after we've mentioned we it. We did it yesterday. It was Sri Lanka, South Africa, the belter. The absolute <laughs> belter of a game, Dan. <laughs> Oh, Christ, yes. And what a game it was. You're dead right. I mean, yes, we literally commentated it. The first time that three players have scored 100 in a World Cup match, the highest score in a World Cup match, 428, the most number of runs in a World Cup combined, 754 of them. Sri Lanka, uh, they put up a nice little fight, didn't they? Kushal Mendes, but it was all all about Aidan Markram's absurdly quick 100, beating, did he not, Kevin O'Brien's 100 uh, against England in that winning cause back in 2011. 49 balls for 100, almost as good as that Australian overnight, not quite as good as that 29 ball 100 that we saw, but... Fraser McGurk. Thanks for reminding me. I knew it's called Fraser, but you can't remember his last name. Great, great innings. But three centuries yesterday and three different types of 100 as well. You got. We're going to describe them as your classic David Milan 100 with your Wanna Ball, Van der Dusen. Then you've got your, we're going to go with your Butler, 49 Ball 100 for Markram. And then we're going to go with your Ben Stokes 100 from the other guy. Well, they just couldn't get De Kock out, could they? And that was the problem. I forget about De Kock. (laughs) Yeah, I set him up and uh, and I knock him down. So <laughs> that was uh, that was South Africa being quite scarily good, uh, really quick as well. But what what fascinated me about that game was that we were in Delhi and everybody who knows about India does the IPL coverage. We were on commentary with Pommy and Bangor on the BBC, and he's very honest. You know, he said coming to Delhi expected uh, not a low scoring affair but 260 270 could be competitive but they left some grass on uh, there are four more games to be played in Delhi I think that could be the venue where we see super big scores yeah we could and also if, if we move along the tournament the pitches might start to deteriorate but in the first couple of games definitely going to be high scoring they were green they were hard and green over here hasn't meant nipping around and doing all sorts not your Jimmy Anderson sort of green it's just green so it holds it together and it comes on really nicely so we know when the sun goes down and the lights come on that the ball's going to come onto the bat better and if a team's scoring 400 in the first innings a better team other than Sri Lanka who batted brilliantly and did way better than I thought they were going to do they 350, 380, probably going to be a score. It is. And England play Afghanistan there. That could be a place where they're, if their batting lineup fires and they bat first, the mythical 500. It could be on in Delhi. It really could. But we've hung around talking about the other games that have finally come to our memory. But today, the tournament really kick-started proper because the first four matches were played out in front of not really disappointing crowds. There's 40-odd thousand for the first game. There were quite a few there in Delhi yesterday by the end, which, incidentally, if you look at that on the IPL and you think it's a manky-looking ground, when you're in it, it's a lovely ground. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. I was really surprised. Everyone told me it looks like it's been hit by an earthquake. looked like it'd been hit by a beautiful rainbow. Sorry, Henry <laughs> just burped in my ear to my right. <laughs> the BBC's Henry Moran is just off shot. And burping. Uh, he's, he's had a beer. And we've been on a flight today, and he told me today that apparently when you go on a flight, you're more likely to fart and burp more extensively because of the change in pressure. That could just be him justifying his outrageous flatulence. Uh, but back to India against Australia and 
suddenly the tournament it didn't come alive in the sense that it was a close game we haven't had really a nerve jangling finish at all we've had really massive wins for for each side three of them batting second two of them batting first he's interrupted me by showing me the actual true true physics of this the physics pressurized air cabins on aeroplanes are having an effect on the air inside you so as the cabin pressure decreases the air inside the bowel expands by up to 30 percent more than usual i don't need that that needs to get out <laughs> it does need to get out and it certainly did get out um, back to india yes <laughs> Back to India against Australia. It was another one-sided encounter. But there were moments of excitement when Australia reduced India to two for three, but a terrific partnership between KL Rahul and uh, Virat Kohli. You couldn't quite get 100, but he's such a consummate chaser. It, you know, when we saw the score, we were on, the, on our bus, really, coming out of the airport, weren't we? And we saw they were two for three. Still didn't think that Australia had enough. 199 just didn't feel like enough. Nah, 60, 70 more probably would have been enough. 250 would have been a game. 200's not a game really, is it? Especially in 50-over cricket these days. We know that the ball was spinning. You know, six of the wickets fell for Australia for spin. But it was one of those. You, You look at it and you go... Oh, Australia, this is not how you're meant to start a World Cup against India. I know that everyone's talking about the World Cup starts today, it's in India. A lot of fans here obviously want India to win, but I really wanted them to lose. I really want Australia to give them a hammering, and actually India hammered Australia. Those are the views of Alex Harley, not, of course, of zero ducks given. We are big supporters of the Indian cricket team. India, India, superpower number one. I love Virat (laughs) Kohli. Marry me. Yeah, he's trying to get out of it now, aren't you? Um, So... Uh, but there's something I want to say about this, though, because I think all the things that we think of as being absolutely definite truth. So Chennai, uh, it's an awkward looking pitch. It was difficult to bat first. There's no doubt about it. And India's spinners were the difference. They took six for 30 overs of spin were bowled today by India. And so you're thinking to yourself, well, that pitch, therefore, is only going to get worse. It's going to take more spin. But I think you've got to turn that on its head and go, do you know, there is dew. And the Jew that was around at Chennai probably had the ball skipping on. So Adam Zampa was smashed all over the place. It's not just Indian batters being good against spin. I think this is a bowl first World Cup, despite, and I think Australia made an error in not bowling first in that game. Oh, I think it's the quality of spinners, to be completely honest. I think Adam Zampa, a brilliant spinner, didn't quite get things right today. But then you've got the, the part-timer, Glenn Maxwell, sorry, Glenn having to fill in overs and, and bowl, you know, overs for Australia when actually he probably doesn't bowl all that much. And, you know, there's no Ashton Agar. He popped his calf, so they've had to replace him, replaced him with Manus Labashane. So actually, they're, they're a spinner lie. And for me, the quality of the Indian spinners are world-class, aren't they? We, we know that. The fact that Ashwin wasn't even in the squad last-minute call-up when it's two and over. You know, Jadeja, he's just world-class, isn't he? And I, I think... The quality of spinners for India in this World Cup is going to be their trump card, and I think that's how they're going to defend low totals if they're on pitches like they played on today. Yeah, Kuldeep Yadav was a man to get rid of Glenn Maxwell as well, just as he was getting himself in and looked like he might have launched an assault with an absolute ripping turner. You could be right. I still think that it's a bowl first World Cup. Uh, But we shall see. We've had five games very early on in the tournament. Have you got any major takeouts from it so far? The table is irrelevant. There's been five one-sided encounters. We're going to start to get more of a flavour of what's going on when each side plays their second game. 
basically each team plays every four days each team plays a game that's sort of the cycle of it there's five games every four days or so so it's going to start to really pick up pace now as teams play a second game have you got any takeouts yet or are we still peering through the foggy gloom of of you know yeah, the tournament there's a major one that stands out for me and netherlands look really good um no i'm joking <laughs> i think south africa you can't underestimate south africa and the we talk about them and their firepower. They only probably bat to six, but actually their top six are unbelievable. And if they can get runs, they're, they're going to be a, a, a decent side in this World Cup. England, for me, their bowling's not quite on it. I agree. I think England's bowling is a serious worry. We're going to know more uh, every day that there are games, if we can remember actually having commentated them. That's going to be... The really big challenge for you and me, Hartley, is remembering who it was that we were actually commentating on less than 24 hours ago. We'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> we will. I'm not sure Zero Ducks will be. We'll see how we go. we see how we feel. It's late. They're long days, but we're having great fun. Uh, thank you, Alex. It's so kind of you to join us because Toby's not here. Finney, who's doing literally nothing tonight except watching sex education in his pants in a hotel in Delhi. But he, there was no way he was going to join us. Um, and Toby's flying back from South Korea, so he'll be jet lagged for the next couple of days, but we'll see if we can drag him onto the programme. But uh, thank you to Alex Hartley. Her fee, by the way, is being donated to Mind, the mental health charity, which is very kind of her. I would like to help others that also need therapy. <laughs> <laughs> That's very, that is very, very noble indeed of you, Hartley. <laughs> and you certainly do. So do I, for that matter. I think we all do. Let's all be kinder to each other for once. Zero ducks of people being kind could happen. Much love. See you next time. (laughs) Sports Social Podcast Network.